0: Welcome to the Week in Italian Startup, where we discuss the latest highlights happening in the Italian tech and investment ecosystem. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the, uh, the Week in Italian Startup, where Nicola and I, we discuss the latest news uh, happening in the Italian tech ecosystem. Welcome, Nick.
1: Ciao Jack. Hello, everybody. All
0: right, let's get going. Talking about, let's talk about fundraising. There are a few a very interesting uh, um, capital uh, being raised, let's talk about M&A because also in uh, Italian fintech abroad has been pushing, so let's uh, let's start from that, but let's go in order. So the first thing I would like to talk with you is uh, Nanoforia, Milan-based biotech startup raising 3.5 million from Sofinnova, this being essentially the biggest round of last week, uh, I would say. Uh, well, excluding the m transaction, uh, that's, uh, that's really what, is, uh, what has been uh, happening. Um, so very good news uh, in terms of what has been happening in the Italian healthcare and biotech early stage ecosystem, because I was uh, looking into the Sofinova kind of strategy and it was extremely interesting because of course, Sofinova is a huge uh, company and they have a ton of partners, And it's a multi-fund strategy, so they have different kind of funds investing in a very, very big spectrum actually of of, uh, phases of uh, healthcare startups. The last one that they kind of activated is very specific, is in conjunction with uh, the Teleton Foundation, and it's focused on Italian biotech. That's, uh, That's extremely interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah but we met this is what this fund is a, a let's call it a brother of other funds that we've met in this and uh, this podcast because it actually raised funding from the um, uh tech transfer program uh set up a few years ago by cdp and uh, european investment fund uh erica is another of these funds erica ventures then 360. Mm-hmm. uh the Poly Polytechnical, Poly360 Poly is, is the name. So they're basically technology transfer funds focused on investing in technology coming out of university and research centers. And nanoforia is exactly one of these uh, startups. Uh, it's a spin-off of the uh, National Research Agency uh, of Italy, the GNR, CNR, C-N-R, uh, and uh, having said that, I have no idea what they do since as you as you as you know, this is not I know, nice. I know, I know exactly. <laughs> my area, but it looks looks cool. Um, yeah,
0: no, absolutely. Drug delivery platforms. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Very technical. Um, seems like uh, the seed rounds for healthcare is tendentially bigger than general like seed funding in general. I would say they probably they feel like at least to have like a higher average. Depending on other, compared to maybe other rounds, at least that's my you know intuitive feeling.
1: Uh, I don't know what you think about it. Uh, I don't have our data about it, but maybe that's true, and maybe because earlier stages of funding, earlier stages of funding are possibly coming from grants uh-huh. or similar non-equity-based uh, capital in order to support the very initial stages. Um, and everything that's probably uh, getting and going through the various phases of, of research and development for uh, drugs-related uh, technologies totally takes more capital. and yeah. at, at, at the beginning, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and I cannot imagine consumables, instruments, uh, specialized researchers. So probably there are more costs at the very beginning.
0: Makes, makes sense. Awesome. Let's move on. Second big, the second big deal of the week is uh, Flyted, a very cool application of drone technology. Uh, we understand this one better, I think, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> this is essentially a company that uh, is, manufact- is uh is adapting drones to deliver uh, digital twins uh, of uh, uh, buildings and uh, infrastructure uh, in order to sort of, uh, you know, monitor and uh, provide just. Uh, um, uh, like, um, like like co- basically data collection to through drones. that's uh, that's the idea. yeah, and I thought it was, uh, it was very cool because that's a, one of very of a very intensive um, application of drone technology if there is one besides having fun, uh, like flying around, this is really what uh, what a lot of people I've I've seen doing. Honestly, uh, both Ooh. for uh, more sort of um, development, like building development, uh, real estate uh, deals, uh, inspection is pretty huge, and flaw detections and all of that part. It's uh, it's definitely it's a it's a well populated space.
1: I feel. Yeah, I agree. Uh, as probably drone technology is maturing and those are becoming more versatile and uh, equipped with better technology, uh, we are seeing quite a few startups companies doing offering this service. Yeah. But again, maybe maybe I believe that for various reasons, reason, the, the interesting place on the software side, so on yeah. the ability to actually transfer image into something actionable. Uh, you, you mentioned digital twins, yes. yes, just from a visible point of view, also from an engineering point of view, something that you can actually uh, model and emulate uh, something on. That be. That's probably the interesting bit of, the, of this type of offerings. So I don't know whether they offer something advanced in this case, but...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Definitely
0: useful, yeah, I that's... think easy, sort of easy to, to sell in terms of... Uh value proposition I would say it's a a, a very useful technology for sure Mm. Uh, and And in this uh, case the
1: investor investor is uh, CDP with the relaunch fund that's basically uh, doubling down uh, on uh, a CD investment that the company raised in 2021 from uh, AVM and Gestioni um, another investor
0: yeah, another example of uh, uh, sort of a deal from AVM Gestione, which we've seen active, especially in Q one, Q one Q two. So that's uh, they've been they've been like working working extremely hard. Mm-hmm. Also, awesome.
1: yeah, I don't know whether they invested in this, in this startup with the size zero funds because that's probably the one that originally fund. invested because that's the robotic and cybersecurity security one. Uh, the article doesn't mention talent, it. Talent,
0: but... the, the talent fund, the UBECA talent. Oh, no, there you
1: are. The talent Ubeka. so yeah. another type of funds, okay?
0: So for the listener, yeah, we've seen AVM, AVM Gestione kind of uh, um, launching different kinds of fund structures uh, to support ex- extremely precise verticals, Zero is one uh, supporting uh, robotics and cybersecurity, and uh, the other one is this Talented which uh, which is also working on early-stage technologies, so yeah. Interesting. I, I like the, the idea of actually verticalized fund. Like we said the other time, it's uh, it's mm-hmm. It's very powerful. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move to M and A's. Let's do. Let's move to M and A's f- and fintech. Basically, two great news uh, happening. Basically, uh, you know, uh, happening in, in tech branch also. The first one being uh, being Nexi, uh, Italian payment giants, buying uh, Orderbird for hundred fifty million dollar. Uh, so that's uh, that's pretty impressive, also like a very mm-hmm. good consolidation um, strategy uh, for Nexi, and, uh, and that's not the first actually that they've been doing. So they've been uh, ag- they've been acquiring Danish-based the Nets and some other Italian companies working on uh, on payment uh, infrastructure essentially.
1: So now they're expanding they, in
0: Germany. Yeah.
1: Yep, they've been on an you know, acquisition spree in the last couple of years, I believe uh they made a few very important acquisitions CA is one and the uh Nets is the other in terms of you know size of the deal uh, and complexity of the company so this one is relatively smaller Mm -hmm. in terms of deal um I found it it's interesting that the um amount paid for the startup is in that range 140 150 million Mm dollars uh while the company raised uh, I believe around $55 million in oh, total. Wow. Okay. I think the article says it. Yeah. Yeah, so we it might looks like we might work- be tempted into doing some kind of mental calculation of boats for the investors. <laughs> we should take a look at the uh, full uh, investment schedule and when the, the, the startup raised what and how much mm-hmm. to have a better view. Actually, let
0: yeah, and as you look for it, what is interesting <laughs> is also that they 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 don't look like they're slowing down anytime soon. Uh, in the, the article, also mentioned like a, like an interest for Toast, which is a U.S. restaurant point of sale, uh, so which is a giant essentially, and uh, and that's uh, that's definitely like something that uh, that goes a little bit beyond but uh, expanding and definitely in different in different parts of the business. So that's,
1: uh, that's pretty cool. Curiously, mm-hmm. on Crunchbase, for example, the company appears to... Ah, okay, it was acquired through net, Nets, not directly by uh, Nexi. Or at least this is what um, Crunchbase is reporting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they raised... The latest on the latest raise that I can see is from 2016, 20 mm. million. Interesting. Mm. 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 Maybe an okay, an okay deal. <laughs> I mean, 20 million last time was like six years ago.
0: Not to, not. Mm.
1: That's probably an okay deal, for, at least for the last investor.
0: Yeah.
1: Awesome.
0: Moving on, uh, talking about um, Italian funders abroad, um, basically the founders of Yapili. I- Yapili, uh, in particular, acquired uh, Fin API, uh, which is a German open banking platform. So uh, if we check on that, Yapili uh, is essentially helping uh, to transition to the banks and financial institution and fin- basically fintech startups to transition in the new generation of interconnected banking in general uh, they've been playing i mean uh, we talked about open banking before and uh, it, i think it's uh, it's a very much on the rise uh, simply because there is this uh, huge need which i was reading actually i was not aware of it uh, apparently there is in the european regulation psd2 uh, requires banks to offer APIs or an access to APIs. Uh, maybe you mentioned it the other time. Maybe I think you did. And uh, that's powerful because that only single regulation creates like businesses essentially, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is the, the case of uh, Yapili and uh, everything else that derived from it. So that's uh, that's pretty mm-hmm.
1: awesome. And I find it amusing that uh, two of the main players in Europe are actually. Uh, uk-based companies with Italian founders mm-hmm. uh, that's interesting both Fiappoli and true layer true layer Ah yeah that's where we talked about true layer yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sort of, yeah I find that interesting
0: yeah I mean uh, you know England still is the capital of finTech in Europe that's probably the the, 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 the subliminal message right now that,
1: but that's interesting I mean that's not not so interesting because you're right uh, uh, London is still the de facto capital for that, but that's two of the main players are founded by Italians. Mm-hmm. That's more surprising. I mean, unexpected, not surprising. Yeah. Interesting. And the good news, I would say.
0: Yeah. Talking about banks, let's talk about the integration that Sella SGR, is doing with M.M. Uh, M.M. M. 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 Exactly. Apologies for the, the mispronunciation and the time exactly. M 2 them is uh, basically um, they have like proprietary technology that support investment decision making, and Sella uh, is uh, closing a partnership with them in order to uh, adopt their uh, services and their their technology to actually guide investment decision making within the SGR. So. Oh. So i would be very curious to actually, you know, understand how exactly that uh, would play a role in the um, in the in the de- in the in the flow in the investment flow and how exactly and how exactly they're they're integrating it. That's uh, that's super. Yeah.
1: interesting. I, I found that news fast fascinating because Sella is basically a, a very advanced bank's bank in terms of um, technology adoption and investment technology. Yeah. But still, this is. Different than investing in technology. This is actually adopting technology that's still in the early stages yep. uh, into one of your core services. So asset management. Uh, and it was interesting. Uh, we'll, we'll see whether the, 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 the news report any improvement uh, on the quality of the investments of the of the Celestia.
0: Yeah. That was interesting. Great. Um, moving on, uh, let's talk about the two, two different funds that have been like uh, opened. Uh, public funds from the Italian government actually. So last week we talked about the, the, the government uh, making a position on uh, women uh, founders. Uh, last week, I mean the week before, two weeks before. Last week uh, the position is about digital transition fund and green transition fund. So two different allocations. Uh, again, pushing the ecosystem in, in different directions. Uh, again, we can talk about uh, how overlapping that is or not with uh, everything that has been going on with CDP in a billion different ways, but uh, that's another hour of discussion in a different podcast, I would say. So so it's good. It's, it's all good because it's all definitely money trying to uh, support Italian economy in in multiple different directions. So that's that's definitely on the positive side, and it's not limited only to startups. It's also PMIs, so small and uh, medium enterprise, and uh, that's good news overall. I would say.
1: Yeah, both both funds are quite. Uh, I mean, they're quite welcome in terms of you know, new money in the ecosystem. Uh, half a billion of I mean, investment capital is more than <laughs> more than welcome, uh, even though I would say that. Between CDP and these funds and the other um, the other type of uh, financing sources related yeah. to the public, in particular, yeah. at this time there is a lot of capital going after not so many good, good deals. So hopefully, demand and supply will find a new equilibrium. Where probably, hopefully, yeah. there will be more de- more interesting deals coming up. Uh, so I mean, w- we'll see. Cdp is of course um, involved uh, in, uh, in managing this, this money. In particular, the Digital Transformation Fund, I believe, um, will work together with Cdp and will invest together with Cdp and with other private funds mm-hmm. uh, in Italy. Um, yeah, there we go.
0: Co-investment. Yeah, great. it's a co-investment, yeah. like yeah structure, Very good. Yeah. Uh,
1: and the green. Green transition fund. Uh, I couldn't really understand from the description whether it would be just a fund of funds or direct investments, it's not so clear. Yeah, but uh, from the notes, it says that we will invest a lot in the tech transfer yeah. stage. Uh, if you think about it, uh, in clean economies and green technologies uh, might require more investments up front, yeah, uh, rather than. This differently from software, pure software plays,
0: and so, it looks—it looks like it's pretty broad-based because they said that also they, they would invest in venture capital funds, startups, incubators, and acceleration programs. So that they're really including the completely the horizontal ecosystem. Let's see how it uh, how it moves for sure. Yeah, exactly.
1: Everything. The no- so nothing. Is, I mean, same. I don't know. But yeah, have to
0: say. Have to say. <laughs> Moving on, let's talk about the, the latest accelerator from my favorite uh, CDP Ventures. We are at 13 accelerator program, uh, now is Vita, essentially, uh, about digital health in general. Uh, I was pretty surprised about the allocation, it's 6.3 million, which uh, which is uh, yeah, a new, I mean, it's uh, kind of uh, particular, I would say. So. Either they're really going extremely deep and extremely specialized and sort of laser, tar- like targeting something with extreme laser focus. And that would make sense. But uh, but yeah, there was a vertical that definitely kind of was missing in the list. I was checking again the list. And uh, I believe, well, there are some sort of hints of healthcare about the next stage, if you will. So there again, there is a few overlappings. Uh Yeah, and that is pretty much it. And uh, so yeah, we were expecting that. So again, uh, bets are open for the next accelerator. What vertical is going to be? Yeah,
1: so. exactly. I was going <laughs> to ask you, uh, where do you put your money on the next one?
0: I'm waiting for the Web What's three, missing?
1: man. I'm waiting for the Web three. Yeah, Fin plus Tech is probably the one closer closer to the Web three, but...
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: No, not there yet.
0: Not there yet, probably, yeah. That's uh, it's kind of a, a leap. It's pretty much a leap, so mm-hmm. not too sure but, it's going to
1: happen. Regarding what you were saying, uh, do you believe that 6.3 million is high, low?
0: No, I thought it was pretty, pretty modest allocation,
1: actually. Pretty low.
0: Low? Yes, yeah. And because usually we have a, allocation in the you know, 50 million, to hundred millions range, and this is like, a, you know, kind of, okay, what's, uh, what's happening here? How is it's going to be managed? And, or maybe there is just a, a first closing kind of deal and then they're going to allocate more? I don't know. I thought it was...
1: Uh... Um, I, I believe that in accelerators they tend to invest more or less this amount of money between the four and the six millions, depending also from the partners. Mm. Uh, I don't know whether there, were, there have been exceptions where there was more money put on the table. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was it, checking. It, it sounds.
1: It sounds about about sounds average in terms of what are doing so far. Yeah. Then probably the the conversation about what you can do in life science with six million in three years in 20, yeah. twenty startups per batch. It's probably a totally different type of question, but still.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it seems that um, I don't know how far that kind of volume would actually bring without a follow on strategy. That's, uh, that's my question. Probably that's, that's a,
1: a better way to look at the, the problem. But that's a good point, but consider that in, as a matter of fact, um, the Accelerora Fund from CDP, the one mm, sponsoring and launching these, uh, these accelerators, is the one who tends to operate as a full-on investor. So they tend to be, uh, from my knowledge and what Mm -hmm. I've seen so far, they tend to be ready to double down and start coming out of the accelerator stage. They launched. So there is no direct involvement somehow from the accelerator. Mm -hmm. They are ready to take specific investment decisions on a one-by-one basis.
0: Interesting. From what I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. All right, Nico, on a closing note, I just want to give people, the listener, a shout out to the article you mentioned, which I thought it was very interesting. Why a 4-5x return on investment isn't good enough for early stage PCs. Uh, m- uh written by the amazing Jason Lemkin. So that's uh, that's definitely a read that people should definitely check it out. And it's uh, the link is in Nicolas newsletter. Great read uh, for uh, for uh, for the week. So people check it out. And with this, thank you so much for joining. Uh, We are available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcast every week. And uh, we'll be here again next week. Thank you, Nick.
1: Thank you, Jack. It was a pleasure. See you in a week.